Welcome to the Gateway Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. We pray God speaks to you through this message and through His Word today. For more information about our church, please visit us at gatewaylife.com. Now let's tune in to this week's message. If you've got your Bible, I want you to just pull it out, and I want you to turn to John, 1 John chapter 5. We're going to start there, and I want to remind every one of us that when we get into a situation like this, there are two ways to respond, in fear or by faith. In fear or by faith. Now, there's a lot of fear running around right now, and I'd just like to remind us as children of the Most High God that God is love, and he casts out, perfect love casts out every fear. So rather than respond in fear and let that get all dialed up, and if you weren't here last week, I want you to, after this service is over, get on YouTube, get on the podcast, and watch last weekend's message because we talked about battling a spirit of fear. And I want us all to be reminded we don't have to live like that. And if you're, as we walk through this virus situation, if you're battling with some fear and you need a measure of peace, We've made it really easy for you, not just to open up your Bible, but you can get online, gatewaylife.com forward slash peace. You may be a little bit surprised. We put together some resources, a list of resources that will help to bring a measure of peace if you're struggling with fear right now. So make sure you write that web address down after the service is over. Visit gatewaylife.com forward slash peace. Now, I want to read you 1 John chapter 5. Verses 4 and 5. Remember as I read this, fear or faith, all right? For every child of God defeats this evil world. Can I get an amen right there? That's what I'm talking about. That's good news right there. And we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. When fear is running rampant, there is no better time than the sons and daughters of the Most High God to stand up in faith like never before. You're going to see as I share just a little bit. This, this weekend, I'm not gonna, we're, we're not going to do a full-on message like normal. Next weekend, the service will be exactly like it is in the weekend, but we wanted to help you as we're kind of kicking off this online experience to get a little used to it. So we wanted to make it a little more conversational. So I'm not trying to preach at you. I really feel like the burden the Lord gave me was to remind you of a few things you already know. But when we get into what can feel like uncertain times, we just need to be reminded of that which is true. So here's the first thing I want to remind us all of. That in times like this, point number one, we need to remember his promise. We need to remember God's promise. Now, if you don't have something out to take notes and write down these notes, I want to remind you just like I normally do. The reason why we take notes is not because I think my preaching is so awesome. It's because every time we gather, God wants to speak. 
And when you get out a pen and a piece of paper and start writing down whatever you hear God saying, it's as though he peers over the balcony of heaven and says, oh, she prizes what I say? Oh, all right then. Then I'm going to make the, the volume of my voice even louder in your life. So I do it. I remind you to take notes for your benefit, not my ego. All right? So be taking notes, even though I'm not there to check on you. All right? Point number one, remember God's promise. In uncertain times, we need to be certain of what we're certain about. I've got to be certain about what I'm certain about when everything is uncertain. Now, I want to give us as believers in Jesus, and maybe you're watching this and you just tuned in. You were hoping to come to church this weekend. You don't know Jesus yet personally, and you want to give your life to Jesus this weekend because th- what you see going on around you is crazy, and, and you've just been feeling for some time. God's been chasing you with his love. Trust me, by the end of our time together, you're going to have a moment. I'm going to lead you in a prayer that's going to change the rest of your life. But as a believer in Jesus, I want to remind us all of something that is absolutely certain. Are you ready for it? God is with us. The God of the universe is with you. Now, I want to go even further. Let me read you a couple of scriptures. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, before he left this earth. He said, and behold, I am with you some of the time. Is that, is that what he said? No. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. How about Romans chapter 8, verse 11, one of my favorite verses in all of the Bible. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you if you are a believer in Jesus Christ. This is one of the most encouraging verses to me when things are uncertain. This is a certainty. The spirit of the living God dwells on the inside of every believer. God is with you. Now, here's my question. What would it change about how you're behaving right now if you reminded yourself, A, you are not alone. B, God is with you. And C, not only is God with you, he is on the inside of you, dwelling in your heart. Okay, that should give you some serious confidence. And there's not much I can do for you if you are more nervous about what you hear on the news than you are confident about what scripture says that the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. I can't do much for you. It doesn't get any better than that. We don't need to be running around in fear. We need to remember his promise. He promised to never leave us or forsake us. So if there's a voice you're hearing that is trying to scare you about the fact that you're, you're lonely, you're all alone. No, you're not. God is with you. Here's the second thing I really want to put on the radar, and this is really the burden I have to share during our time together. Number two, commit to advance. I want to remind us all, we have got to commit 
to advance. Now is not the time to kick back. And I know some of us, maybe you've been running too hard for a while and you haven't had a Sabbath in a while. And so, of course, you're, you're a little bit excited that it, this is almost like a catch up on your Sabbaths. But I just want to remind us as the family of God, now is not the time to kick back. Now is the time to move forward. In this dispensation of time, in this season on the earth, through what we're walking through with the coronavirus, people are going to be asking questions in a way maybe they haven't in a long time. And this is going to take some time for, for all of the ramifications of this to really roll out. There are going to be economic ramifications, an economic impact. There's going to be an emotional impact as, as some people hole up for possibly the next 30 to 60 days. And they don't get what they need relationally. We need to remember as the family of God, now is not the time to kick back. It is the time to move forward. And so you're going to see from us as a church that this is when things are darkest. It is the best chance for the church to be the light that we were intended to be. So I want to give you a couple of things that I feel like the Lord really impressed upon me as it relates to advancing. All right. So I want you to write these things down. And I really, even after our time is done together, I want you to pray over these things. This is a really big deal. All right, I'm trying to make this as simple to receive for you, but please, even though I'm not giving a bunch of stories and all that, I need you to catch the weight of what I sense God is saying in this season for us as a church and for his church. Here's the first thing we need to commit, the first area we need to commit to advance in. It's personally. During this time, some of us are gonna have more time at home whether it's time off from work, whether it's being able to work mobile from home, and we're gonna have more time on our hands. I wanna ask you a question. What's your plan? What are you gonna do with the time God is giving you? Here's what I personally believe. We're, we're in the in-between right now. That God has given us a little bit of time to prepare for what is coming next. And here's our prayer as a church, that what's coming next is revival on the earth, that the gospel of Jesus Christ would go to the ends of the earth no matter what, no matter where. You know what I'm talking about? Okay? So in order to do our part as a church, we need to make sure, personally, we commit to advance during this time. We're not just going to relax. And, and some of us might need some of that, and that, that's okay. But there needs to be purpose in our relaxing. We don't just need to be just kicking back and catching up on Netflix. And I, I don't turn me off right now. Okay. Don't flip that off switch. All right. God is watching, even though I can't see you right now. Okay. You make sure let's keep it right here. All right. This is important. Personally, what's your plan over the next couple of weeks? How are you going to grow so that you were able to steward everything God wants to do through you during this time, but even more so as we step into this next season of time. There's a passage in scripture that I've always loved as it talks about when I kind of think about personal growth. It's Isaiah chapter 54, verse two. In the New Living, it reads like this. Enlarge your house, build an addition, 
spread out your home and spare no expense. This is my personal growth passage here. Why? Why should we do those things? Verse 3, for you will soon be bursting at the seams. I believe what God is going to ask you to do as a part of the family kingdom business we have been given. He, he's going to give you some big stuff, and you need to grow. You may need to add a couple of rooms in your life. Why don't you commit? Maybe you're a, a little bit weak in the area of financial stewardship. Why not commit to read a, a great book or listen to a great podcast every day during this season? Why not strengthen personally the areas where you've been ex experiencing some weakness. It's time to commit to grow because what God wants to do through you is bigger than you think it is. So personally, you need to be ready. Here's the second area of our lives where I believe we need to commit to advance during this time, whether it's a week, whether it's two weeks, whether it's a couple weeks where things are a little bit different and less predictable with our schedules, we need to commit to advance spiritually. One of my favorite verses as it relates to kind of doubling down in my personal time alone with the Lord, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna share it with you so that you can use it as you think about your personal time with the Lord, is Psalm 27, verse eight, King David wrote this, and I absolutely love what he wrote by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Psalm 27, verse 8 says this. My heart has heard you say, speaking of God, come and talk with me. God is saying to David, come and talk with me. Come and have our time together. Come be with me. And listen to what David says in response. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. I'm coming. Do you understand that the God of the universe is inviting you into some really special time, just the two of you? I'm begging you. One of the best things you can do during this season where things are a little less predictable with your schedule Make the most predictable thing in your time, in your calendar, your alone time with the God of the universe. Hear his heart saying to you, come away with me. Come be with me. Come spend time with me. And my prayer is that your heart would respond, Lord, oh, I'm coming. I'm coming to be with you. Now, one of the things we're doing to make this a little bit easier for all of us is 40days.com. Starting on Monday morning this week, we're going to be kicking off a 40-day journey together. And we're going to walk through the six major pillars of our lives in 40 days. And we're going to do this. It's going to be part devotional, but we're also going to try and that's kind of the personal side. We want to help you in your time with the Lord. So with a little bit of worship and, and with a word to really meditate upon. And, and this is going to be something that I believe God's going to use during these days to help you be strengthened spiritually, not just for a short season, but for the long haul. All right? So I'm asking you as a church to commit with me for the next 40 days, starting on Monday morning, 
that we would walk this journey together, that we would strengthen ourselves spiritually. We've been getting 40days.com ready. We, we acquired this some time ago. We've always felt like this would be something God would ask us to do. And rather than wait until we're bigger as a church, we're just going to start walking in what God's called us to do. All right? So it's not going to be perfect. We're just going to start walking. And we're going to get stronger together spiritually. But I need you to commit in your heart that during this time, you make a goal. Double down. We're going to get stronger spiritually together. Earthly resets are the perfect time for spiritual rebuilds. Earthly resets are the perfect time for spiritual rebuilds. Let's build ourselves up in the Lord spiritually so that everything he asks us to do during this season and in what is to come, we're ready to steward it. Then here's the third area, and this might surprise you. Uh, In the uh, now era of social distancing, here's the third area of our lives where we have got to commit to advance relationally. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 says, And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Now, some of you, if you have a little bit of that argumentative spirit, that's okay. You're thinking, Preston, this is the exact verse I've been using to say the church can't shut its doors. We cannot neglect the meeting together. Here's what I would say. Do we always have to meet together physically in the same room? Or is it possible for us to connect in other ways? Here's one of the things I just want to remind you. What separates a family from a gathering? It's really simple. Even when a family isn't together physically, we still connect emotionally. When I travel I may be on the other side of the globe, but I promise you, I talk to my wife and kids at least once or twice every day. I'm not just checking in. When we are separated physically, I double down emotionally because that's what family does. Even when we're not together physically, we prioritize connecting emotionally. When we hear this phrase, social distancing, I just want to remind you, it's not social dehydrating. It's not stay away from people. It's be wise about big groups. Be wise when you're in a group of any size during this season where there's a virus that we're dealing with. Elbow somebody. Dap them if you feel comfortable. You don't have to be doing the handshake thing. Okay, This is what social distancing is talking about. It's not stay away from everybody. Okay, Don't be an alarmist. Maintain family. Maintain your connection to the family of God during this time. This is a great time for us to grow together relationally. As a family, Holly and I are going to have other families over to the house. We're going to go over and have dinner with other families. Why? Because it's a need God gave us. We need one another. And even if we're not in this moment of time meeting together in the same room, I still commit. We're going to connect together because that's what family does. 
I want to tell you that even though things are a little bit different, how much I appreciate you joining with us today. And we're going to have one more song of worship, but before we do, I, I just want to tell you, as your pastor, how proud of you I am for worshiping together, even though we weren't meeting together face to face. This week, the Lord reminded me of a couple times in our churches past where things were a little bit different. I remember one time in a service, all the power went out in the middle of worship, and a bunch of people that were worshiping grabbed their phones, turned the lights of their phones on, and pointed them at the stage, and worshiped even louder and even more strongly. And we didn't have any power. And the Lord reminded me this week, I'm so proud of this church. Because when the power went off, you still kept worshiping. Then he reminded me of the time when we couldn't meet at the Scottsdale Center for the Performing Arts. And we had this silly idea. We got to keep having church. And so we rented a green screen. And we, Cody and Brad and I, were in this tight space, shoulder to shoulder. We look like absolute nerds when, I, when I've watched it. But the Lord just reminded me this week. This is what we do. We don't stop. We don't retreat. We keep going forward. And I don't know what's next. And I don't know what God's going to do next. But I know what we're going to do. We're going to keep moving forward. This is a moment where the light's flickering a little bit on the earth. Things are a little bit dark to a lot of people. And I'm telling you, I want the light that can only come from the son of the living God. I want it to shine brighter than ever before all over the earth and through our church. Now I want to address two different people. First, I want to address anybody who's watching this right now and is battling fear. I know we did this last week, but a lot has changed since last week. And for many of us, things seem even more serious than they were last week. And if that's you, if you're just battling fear like never before, you may have raised your hand last week and we prayed this together. But if you're still really afraid, we're gonna do it again. This is what family does. If my children, one of my children has a bad dream and they come to me the first night and say, Daddy, I'm scared. Can I sleep in your bed? Yes, honey, of course. What if the second night, Daddy had a bad dream. Can, can I come sleep, sleep in your bed? No, you can't. No. If you're still afraid, you don't need to feel bad. This is what family does. If you're afraid, wherever you are, okay? And I want us all just to close our eyes bow our heads in this moment. And if you're battling some fear, I want you just to lift your hand right where you are. It's not weak. 
This is strength. Come on, just put your hand up. I want to pray over you. God, I pray for every person whose hand went up, who's saying, Lord, I am a little bit afraid of what's going on right now. No matter their reason, God, maybe it's related to their health, maybe it's related to their income, no matter their reason for feeling some fear. God, I pray that you would strengthen every one of them. Holy Spirit, would you bring a measure of peace to wherever they are right now, the peace that passes all understanding. Holy Spirit, blanket them in peace and your comfort. God, I pray that they would hear your voice in a way they never have before, that as they hear you speak, that their confidence, their faith would arise, that that faith would cause fear to cower, to step back and be put in its place. God, thank you for being with us, for being our peace, for giving us strength, especially in seasons like this, going on record in your word saying, I cast out all fear, perfect love, and God is love, scripture says. Perfect love casts out all fear. God, would you do just that right now in Jesus' name? With every head bowed, every eye closed, I want to speak to one other person. And I think there are a few. It's not just one, literally, but it is one type of person. If you're joining us, And maybe you've never been to church here before. I love that. Thanks for joining us. But if you don't know Jesus personally, I believe we're about to have a really special moment. I believe the God of the universe is moving wherever you are right now, in that space, in that place. And if wherever you are, even if you're with others, if you would say, you know, as things have seemingly changed overnight, maybe you lost your job already. Or maybe everybody's staying away. Or maybe you're sick with the virus and you feel detached from all the people you thought were closest. No matter your reason, If you'd say today, man, I'll tell you what, Preston, all this stuff going on has really made clear. I can't do this by myself. My way isn't working. And the last seven days have really confirmed that for me. My way isn't working. I'm ready to try a new way. I'm ready to give over control of my life to Jesus Christ. If that's you, everybody else has their head bowed and eye closed. If you're in a room with other people, you don't need to feel like everybody's watching. 
if you'd say, I'm ready to give my life to Jesus, Preston. I wish you would have stopped talking 70 seconds ago. I'm ready to do this. I, I want to become a child of God. I just want you to put your hand up confidently. Just throw your hand up. Throw your hand up and say, I am ready to give over control of my life to Jesus Christ. Just put your hand up. Come on. Come on. Don't wrestle. You know God's been chasing you. Not so he could spank you, so he could lavish his love on you. You just need to turn and move in his direction, away from your old direction. If you've got your hand up, I just want you to pray a really simple prayer with me, okay? Just with your head bowed and your eyes closed, just repeat this prayer after me. Dear God, I come to you today recognizing my need for you. I don't want to do things my way anymore. I'm ready to do things your way. I don't want to be alone anymore, God. I don't want to be afraid anymore, God. God, I want to give my life to you. So here I am. God, I recognize I've sinned before you. I've messed up. And I need you to forgive me. I need your love to cover me. And I recognize that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And I want to make him Lord of my life. I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. And I'm ready to see the very same power give me new life. Jesus, would you be Lord of my life? Amen. Amen. I'm so proud of you. I know that sounds a little weird maybe, but you just did one of the most amazing things you'll probably ever do in your life. And I want you to do something for me. If you prayed that prayer with me, I want you to shoot an email. You don't need to put anything other than your name and any information that you want to share with us. I promise we won't, you know, just send a ton of stuff to you, but we, we want to know and we, we want to be able to walk with you in this new journey, in this new direction. So if you just email your information, whether it's your phone number, your address, whatever you feel comfortable sharing with us, email it to I'm all in. I am A-L-L-I-N. I'm all in at gatewaylife.com. And I promise you, somebody will reach out to you. If you don't have a Bible, we'll send you one, all right? Thanks for being brave. It's a pretty special moment. And there are a lot of other people celebrating in different living rooms and apartments all over this valley, celebrating what you just did. And here's what we're gonna do before we finish together. We're gonna finish our time in worship. 
Worship is one of the best gifts God has given us, where we give him all the glory, but we also use worship as a weapon against our enemies. And we're gonna sing this song together. I am going to see a victory. We are gonna see a victory. We don't need to stare at the darkness. We're going to walk in the light and we're gonna walk in victory. So let's worship together as the family of God. We're gonna see a victory. Come on, let's worship.
turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. That's the truth we stand on. Cause you take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. I know you take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. joining us today. For more information about Gateway Church, please visit us at gatewaylife.com. Have a great week.